podcast. I'm your host as always, Erin Pym. Here at the Bedpost Podcast, what I like to do is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to have an in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality. But first, I have an order of business. If you are a, uh, if you've been listening to the Bedpost Podcast recently, you've heard me talk about this, so bear with me. I just want to tell everyone about the Bedpost Patreon. It's at patreon.com slash the Bedpost show. And what I'm doing is offering little 30 minute solo apps um, that basically give you a more of a glimpse into a glimpse, really more of a glimpse into my personal life as a polyamorous person and also my uh, fairly new professional life as a pro-dom. So it's really kind of uh, juicy stuff and also there's uh, fun stuff like uh, pics and some like erotica stories um, and all in all it's a good time and if you just donate a couple bucks a month you can get access to all that fantastic exclusive content. So you can do that once again at patreon.com slash the bedpost show. And now without further ado, I have a fantastic guest who is returning to the podcast because we had <laughs> we always just like want to talk and talk and talk and talk. So uh, we needed to have him come back. This is Lucas from Friends with Dilty, also known as Luke Ass. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Lucas. Hello, how are you? <laughs> I'm great. Will you tell me in your own words what, what relationship you have with sex toys and with and with the butt? With <laughs> My relationship with sex toys and the butt. <laughs> the butt. Uh, the butt mainly coming from being gay and queer and loving all that stuff to do with toys and dick in the butt. Yeah. Um, when it comes to toys and kind of broadening that overall horizon has been working at a sex store for two years and growing my knowledge on the the products, the materials, and how to properly use toys. Yeah, and you're, I feel like you're very detail-oriented. Uh, I see you have your notes out. <laughs> I do, I do. You know me, even in the past at toy uh, toy trainings, I would always have my notebook and pen ready. Yeah, so you take it pretty fucking seriously, yeah? I do. Yeah, and you're very passionate about it. I am. Yeah. <laughs> so what we're here to talk about today is sex toys, obviously. Have to, gotta do it. Um, but something that's kind of important that's happening here in Toronto is one of our largest sex toy stores is closing. Now they still have a kind of boutique location down at Spadine in Queen at 493 Queen Street West. Mm-hmm. Um, but the their big, large store that's been on Young for over 20 years is yeah. closing down. It's, it's insane. And that, that sex shop is Seduction. And that is a place where both you and I have worked sex yes, toy it retail. Is. It, is. it is in the past at this point. Yeah. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yes, we had worked there together. We were colleagues and peers. 
Um, but what I'm interested in talking about in relation to that is the importance of like brick and mortar sex toy shops. Let's start there, shall we? I think when it comes to the importance and, and seeing one of the largest sex stores in Toronto um, close, for me, it's 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 kind of sad. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of sex stores in the city or like Good ones, around anyway. the world where the staff get properly trained and educated on the brands, the materials, how to use things, how to not use things, and for staff to be encouraged to become passionate about the products. Mm -hmm. Um, You get a lot of brands and companies that aren't really about that. They're more about the profit. Um, Mm -hmm. I kind of look at seduction as not so much as a sex store, but as an educational resource center to kind of go to and like broaden your horizon as a customer who doesn't quite know this industry that well and to kind of have that resource to get help and seek advice from from people. Like legitimately half the people that would come into the store and I would deal with have a problem that they need my help in solving. Mm -hmm. Like they're, they're, they're trying to troubleshoot with me basically. Mm -hmm. So they're like presenting an issue that they're having Mm -hmm. either with themselves or in their sex life or what have you. And looking for a product that will help them with that. So like, that's a pretty great resource to have to be one-on-one in person with somebody to be able to ask them questions. Invaluable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Priceless, right? It is something that's tough for a lot of people to do. Um, And it kind of sucks because a part of the reason why we're going to probably start seeing more sex toy companies start shutting down is online um yeah online everybody's sales. going online it's it's such a taboo industry those people who do come and ask us for help and advice and stuff like uh for them they're they're brave they're yeah they're that's the minority scared. i they're feel not like scared. So. they're like wanting to properly do this stuff um whereas more people are uncomfortable and awkward uh, with stuff like this and then they go online and they don't get the proper resources which kind of goes hand in hand as to why a sex store is important because you don't have that employee that you can talk to you just have like the toy. a brief description of a toy and um some measurements yep you know and and being uh, an unregulated industry um the toy could say one thing and be something completely different yeah and the toy and it doesn't need to tell you any of the actual information at all it could just say nothing on Mm -hmm. it it could say total bullshit Mm -hmm. on the box which most do (laughs) (laughs) they really do like some 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 boxes literally just say like uh, they're like have a bit of like erotica Mm -hmm. like of erotic fiction yeah yeah i i I know a lot of those ones like with like a really weird story yeah it like tells you a story and it's like dude i want to know what i'm buying yeah like like, (laughs) Congratulations on on the people who've like the fictional people who've used this product. But what does this tell me about the product? Oh God, yeah. And I think um, you're totally right in that it's unfortunate, but I think the trend is going to be that we're going to see less actual physical sex stores, Mm -hmm. and it's all going to go online Mm -hmm. because of the taboo nature of buying a sex toy. Yeah. Most people can't even 
go into a sex store and buy a toy. Like that is just too embarrassing. Like it's too much. It's too overwhelming. It's like they're too nervous. They're too trepidatious. All of those things. So how much easier, if that's kind of the majority of the population, how much easier is it going to be for them just to go online and buy a toy there? Yeah. Without knowing anything. Yeah. Makes perfect sense, right? And it's the fact that we're seeing sex stores close down. Like, I'm thinking of, like, Come As You Are. Oh, what a fucking amazing resource. Specifically for the LGBTQ plus community. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. To lose that. Encouraging workshops and, and stuff, like... So many things. And they're like any capitalist, right? So you go, they, they literally am, are not that interested in selling you shit. Yeah. They want to perpetuate like sex positivity and knowledge and whatnot, right? Which is what the industry should be. Yeah. But like the trend of everything shutting down, it's like supporting the silence around sex and sex toys. Yeah. It's supporting that it should be stigmatized and that, no, you can, you can do that in your own home and buy it online, buy it on the black market because it's, you know, cause how dare you want to like speak about your sex life with someone. Yeah. It's, it's really sad. Cause it's, it's so wrong for, for people to want to explore. And that's kind of what our society have taught us growing up to treat it as wrong or yeah. not natural or not right. Yeah. When in reality, or slutty, yeah. or yeah. When in reality, it's it's good for your health, your overall mental and physical health, and can lead to like to like help preventing like a lot of like stuff with your body um, that can go wrong. It's it's natural to mm-hmm. to use toys and to explore with your sexuality and do all that other stuff. And by not having these resources, again, in an unregulated industry, you're encouraging people to go online not talk to people about it, kind of just go for the cheapest product that looks like it might be good and potentially harm their body. Um, and I'll discuss a little later on materials. And, yes, I hope we do. And stuff like that and what to look for. Yeah, because w- one great thing about having like an, a knowledgeable sex toy employee, um, sex toy retail employee, is that, you know, it doesn't tell you <laughs> on the box it doesn't have to because it's unregulated. So you are then able to ask the person, okay, what's the deal with this toy really? Mm-hmm. Is it good for me? Is it like, can I can I feel it? Can I touch it? Mm-hmm. I feel like just even that much is so, so valuable. Yeah. To be able to feel the type of vibration it's giving you, to actually feel the material of the toy because half the time, like a lot of the shittier toys, which we'll talk about this in the second half, you can, by feeling it, you can tell yeah. that it's and a smell. piece of garbage. And smell. And like, smell. Basically, getting the perfect sex toy is about using all your senses. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Oh, You're going to use all your senses. In, yeah. In and you cannot do that toy. by buying it online. No, you cannot. Yeah. No. So, yeah. And I, I kind of foresee that... Not that, like, cheap, shitty sex toys don't already dominate the market, because they do. Yeah. But I think, I think that's... they always will. Yeah, I I, but I think it's going to get there. even worse. Yeah. Because online, you, can, you can't tell. You cannot tell what you're buying. Yeah. It's a real fucking risk. Yeah. Which is why it's another important thing for people to become familiar with those brands that are always consistent with their products, and the materials, and the safety, and, and education... 
Um, we'll talk about that a little later too, and yeah. probably my number one company for for male, um, even female. Um, for anal we play. all have butts. Yeah, for <laughs> anal play. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. That is a is a great resource. Yeah, and uh, I even actually have a book too, which I have with me, so I can probably. Oh, amazing! Oh, maybe Fantastic. Name that one too, because it's a really good book for. Great. Yeah, yeah. Second half, we're going to talk about all the brands that you uh, want to be on alert on alert for, basically for getting for getting great, good quality sex toys. Because sooner or later, you're not going to have a person to actually talk to. So no. yeah, and, and, and I'm kind of hoping, um, and this is something that I would kind of like to to start doing, and that's doing some workshops and like having like people who've worked in the like sex toy industry as like retail associates, which I think are a huge important part of the overall industry because um, we're marketing the industry and yeah. like safely educating people on how to go about the industry. So I think it'd be good for more people to kind of go out and take the initiative to help like educate people and inform people. And that's something I'm going to try to do more with Friends with Dildy and no longer working at a sex store being it something that I'm still passionate about, I can't mm-hmm. just walk away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, looking into starting to do some some workshops around and getting some former colleagues and Love that. being like, let's let's go educate the people and yeah. the masses and let's make sex toys less taboo and more of a a united front. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and like, yeah, it's it's interesting kind of and by interesting, I mean terribly terrible. Um, the way also talk around sex, even healthful sex, like to talk about like sexual wellness mm-hmm. is being shut down left and right on the internet. Like it doesn't matter if you are a sex educator or a porn star, your your content is being banned, shadow banned, completely shut down. Mm-hmm. Like literally this podcast just won a Canadian podcasting award for best health and wellness podcast. And my Instagram got shut down. Wow. You know, six months ago. Yeah. And it's like, okay, great. So now we get, we get your message. Yeah. uh, Sesta and Fosta, what you're really about. Like you really just don't want anyone talking about sex at all. Mm -hmm. You want to oppress women. You want to oppress queer impress. You want to, Like, you don't want to hear queer voices. You don't want to hear people of color, their voices. Like, it's a very clear message mm-hmm. into what is happening with Facebook right now. Instagram, Twitter, like, Tumblr, Craigslist, on and on. Mm-hmm. So many resources are being taken away yeah. as far as education goes. Because yeah. the minute you talk about sex, it's like, how dare you? Yeah. Like, that that's messed up like it's it's 2019 like yeah like even the, our sex like education like overall has is outdated and a lot of people don't want it to get fixed yeah it's really insane like what when we're talking about like sex shops good sex shops in toronto i know we have a lot of toronto yes. listeners like so what what's what's left after the big store at seduction who's been there for o- over 20 years is gone what do we get uh, there, there's still the little seduction. For, yep. Um, the little that, seduction. The little seduction. It's, it's, That's its technical it's name. It's not the same. It's not the same. Um, but it's still, uh, it's still a good story. You still have some good staff there who are um, informative and helpful. Uh, there is 
Kink Toronto. Yes. Which I'm honestly, I still have yet to go to, Ugh. but I've been on their, their website. I need to make a field trip. It's so good. I've heard a lot of very positive things about it, though. We went to a, uh, like, kink swap. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how you go to a clothing swap or whatever? Like, like a kink swap there. That's so cool. Oh, my God. And it was, like, it was packed and, like... You could put down, you brought some items that you, you know, want to get rid of. So I, like, brought, like, a pair of cuffs. I brought, like, I don't know, some, like, lingerie with the tags still on it. Like, you know, like, stuff that I'm never going to. And I got a gorgeous northbound piece. Oh, Kind of like a chest harness. Okay. And I was like, okay. And, like, really got to. I think that was one of my first times going as well. All the staff was there. Got to meet the staff. They're very knowledgeable, lovely people. So yeah, King Toronto. I've heard that they teach you how to. They do like rope tying. Yeah, they've got some workshops. Um, also, the Ritual Chamber, which I'm a part of now, is a pro dom. They once in a while do like a spankathon, like for charity, <laughs> like stuff like that. So they run some really cool events, That's great cool. workshops, and just in general, they're fantastic. Uh, they got fantastic products as well. I really need to make a field trip yeah, over there soon. Do it. Another fantastic one that I will always toot is Good For Her, which is Carlisle Jansen's sex shop. Mm-hmm. That's been there forever as well. It, when that one goes, that's like the end of the world. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, they are doing such fucking good work there. Workshops as well. Mm-hmm. Um, a super, super queer positive space. Um, yeah, it, when that one goes, it will be so heartbreaking. It will be, it's especially like sex stores that are all about education and and helping and and that's definitely their focus um one other one you mentioned on queen hanky panky hanky panky (laughs) that's a great little shop yeah (laughs) i went in there not long ago actually yeah we're we're gonna specifically talk about like independently owned shops because Mm -hmm. they're the ones like we've got the bigger box stores in toronto um, I think people know yeah. what, what we're, we don't need to talk about and them, the, but like how them not being that great. What? Yeah. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> oh. um, but yeah, hanky panky. Another great one is the nookie. The nookie is a, is a it's really shit, good yeah. one. It's like this like high end, like sex store and they do like, uh, um, personal, uh, Oh my God. I can't think right now. You can like, like personal shoppers, I think that's oh. where you can like go in and just spend time with, with one of the staff. like a consultation, and, yeah, kind of like thing, and like discuss stuff like that. I've I've Love heard that, it. and I've heard it's just an overall like really good store. Like, um, I walked into it once, and I'm like, it's it's like walking into a diamond store, but for sex stores, <laughs> it's like it's so nice it's so nice i'm like i'm like this is like high-end af like love it and they do i believe they do workshops as well i think 100 percent. but i feel like a place like that probably 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 does yeah because legitimately we have so many good uh sex and kink educators here Mm -hmm. in the city like oh yeah like luna matatas is one of my favorite sex educators she does shop she does classes all over same with shahirzad from the ritual chamber she does classes all over they're like a a real great group Mm -hmm. so any of these little local shops you're gonna get like some fantastic toronto local yeah sex educators Mm -hmm. there teaching um do you by any chance have some favorite moments or stories from your time of employment 
at Seduction Love Boutique, oh. Young location. Oh. <laughs> no, it is a moment that sticks out in my head. Um, it's and it's not. It's a funny moment. It's not like my favorite moment. There was this woman who she bought. I think she spent like two hours with an associate mm-hmm. trying to find a dual vibrator, right? So I think what she ended up buying, she dropped a good amount of money mm-hmm. on a Fun Factory Vibe, mm-hmm. which is a fantastic company. It is a very fantastic company. Very fantastic company. And came back, you know, a couple days later or whatever, saying that it didn't work. And not that the toy didn't work. This is a real trend. I don't know how people think they can do this. Even me at my most, like, obliv- like completely oblivious about sex toys, would never think I could buy a sex toy, go home, use it. And then return it. Not like it. And go back to the store with the toy and demand my money back. Never, ever in my fucking life would I think that that would be a thing I could do. Mm. But this woman, and this is kind of, it's pretty common, like, that people think they can do this. It's ridiculous. However, most people, after you tell them, you're like, no, of course not. And then they're like, oh, okay. And then they leave. And sometimes they get really defensive. Not this, yeah, this woman. So she spent another couple hours with the same sales associate. And they felt, yeah, poor, (laughs) poor, poor employee. Exactly. Because... (laughs) but they like, you know, they kind of emphasized with the woman and like, I couldn't believe that this happened, but they actually did take the toy back Mm -hmm. or they exchanged for a new toy. So I think they gave her another fun factory vibe, which Mm -hmm. is an expensive vibrator. They gave her another one. And then a couple days later, you're kidding me. She comes back into the store saying that she didn't like this one either. Test out all of them. At this point, I spoke to her. Uh So she came in um, and she was like, this is the issue I've been having. I didn't know that this was like a whole drawn out thing. But she was telling me, yeah, I tried this fun factory vibe. I tried this other fun factory vibe. And like, it's not doing the trick. And I explained to her that I'm like, buying a dual vibrator is is really risky Mm -hmm. because it's got to be very specifically measured between like your g-spot to back out to your clitoris Mm -hmm. you know to back it like it's it's a very risky that it's going to hit you in all the right places Mm -hmm. what i would recommend more than just buying more dual vibes is to use your favorite dildo and use a bullet vibrator so i brought out the we vibe tango and i'm like this will change your life honey honestly <laughs> like you know where use any any dildo that you have mm-hmm. and like vibrating or not vibrating whatever your preference and just use the tango because honey you're gonna keep going through you're not the odds are very low yeah because everybody's will be, anatomy is different. Is totally different. And she was like, hmm, okay, I'll think about that. She wasn't, like, antagonistic with uh. me or anything. Um, she's like, okay, I'm not going to buy anything now. I'm going to just kind of have a look again. So she went to the back of the store looking at those premium dual vibes for another half hour or something. And then was like, okay, well, thanks for your help and left. And then apparently she phoned and I picked up, like, two days later and she's like, hi, it's me. And at this point, this we all knew about this woman. <laughs> but 
whatever sales associate she dealt with at the very beginning was going to give her a third vibe. So she's like, hi, it's me. Um, you know, I'm the one that's been having trouble finding the right dual vibe. Um, so I was told I could come in and, you know, get this third vibe from wherever. And like also the sales associate had pulled a bunch of different ones that she had given me to show her. Like that one day she actually saw me in person. Mm. She gave me a bunch to show her, but I didn't show her any. I was like, I will not, I would not do this. Like yeah. this is not... <laughs> Because if you keep doing it, it's going to keep continuing. Yeah. Um, so I, then she had actually given me a bunch, like five different ones to show her. I was like, fuck this. I'm like, get a dildo and a bullet, ma'am. And like, this went on, I think, for like four or five toys. I'm not lying. And wow. then eventually she just didn't, never got what she wanted. And we were in the hole, probably $1,500. <laughs> and I'm like, Wow. Just say no. (laughs) Why keep humoring this woman? And they should have said no from the very beginning. Exactly. It's part of our protocol. Like, (sighs) we we don't give out samples. (laughs) No, especially a sample that's like $300. Oh my God. So that's a memory that really sticks in my head. Because I was like, man, if you just had an employee that laid it out for you right away and was like listen if you've never tried a vibe like this i gotta tell you like it is not a one-size-fits-all mm-hmm. situation yeah. so you know keep that in mind as you're looking around you know i personally i would get something on the lower price point end if you've never tried something like yeah. this before i would never advise you to drop three hundred dollars on, on your very first toy on a toy that you don't even know fits you or you like the sensation of yeah. Which is why sex toy employees are so important. Mm -hmm. I always make sure to tell people, um, this works great for some people I know, but everybody's body is different. Some people are going to love it. Some people are going to hate it. It, It's all up to you in the end. Yeah. And that's important information to have that you're not going to get looking online. You're going to drop so much fucking money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've purchased toys from work that didn't work for sure. me or I didn't like sure. I, I couldn't return them. of course not and you didn't even just think like, that that would be a possibility I'm just like you know what it, it didn't work I'll just put it aside if I ever feel like trying it again it's it's there yeah but it's I'm like oh well like lesson learned one good thing about um uh, one great resource like if you are looking online is looking at sex toy bloggers yes that's a fantastic online resource you're going to get sex toy reviews. Basically, you can find a sex toy reviewer that likes the same types of toys as you and stick with them. Mm-hmm. Like, if you find one that is like, oh, I love clit stim and with anal play. Mm-hmm. So she's going to review a lot of the toys that... She's not going to review G-Spot toys, essentially. Yeah. So, like, find one where you're like, okay, yeah, I've used that toy and liked it as well. Mm-hmm. I've used that toy and liked it as well. Fucking keep reading, like, subscribe, throw the money, tipper. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there are still a lot of good, uh, good bloggers out there. Oh, for sure. Girly Juice. My main girl. <laughs> Fucking Girly Juice. So good. <laughs> You're coughing on your teeth. I apologize. Did you have um, a memory <laughs> um, to share? Crazy or positive or... <laughs> I'm trying to forget all those crazy <laughs> negative memories over there. Um, I think... A, a big positive is uh, I'd love when older people would love come it. in who've either explored or never explored. They're just so much fun. Yeah. Um, 
I had, uh, actually, do you know what? I'm going to go sidetrack a little bit to a different story. No problem. Um, which is, which happened, uh, I think last month, which was really nice for me because having it be near the end of the store closing, um, this is the part of the job that I'm going to miss the most is having somebody come in kind of looking at one thing and not knowing anything about anything. And I probably spent well over an hour talking to her and kind of informing her on everything and educating her on everything and just kind of giving her a tour of the store. And she was so nervous. She, she was so uncomfortable. Um, there was one associate who kept kind of coming over and I had to eventually tell them like, just, Give her some room. Yes, give her some space, give her some room. Like She's already she's, overwhelmed. She's really, like, nervous, and I finally got her to be comfortable with me, and that's an important part of the job, is having them kind of turn around and become comfortable with you. Um, and by the end of it, she was just amazed and, and blown away, and I showed her so many, like, products that she can she can go to and turn to. Um, she ended up getting a... I can't remember what it was. I think it was the Infinity Double... Um, strapless strap on nice um it was just it was on sale it was still a, a good a decent silicone and i was like start with this see see how you feel with everything and like come back you you know all this information now but mm-hmm. if you ever have any questions don't be afraid to go into a sex store and just ask your ask your associate like and i i'd mentioned to her like use your senses like ask to don't be afraid to ask to see stuff out of the package don't be nervous about the associates they're not there to make you uncomfortable or to laugh at you or mock you and if they do then they're not real associates and they shouldn't be working at a place like that um but like not be afraid Mm -hmm. and just you know come in and just embrace it all because we're here to help you yeah so for me i think anytime i would have moments like that i would be you're like oh yeah that's why i work here that's that's why i love the job and that's where my passion grew from the job um and just, like, even going back a little bit to, like, older people, I would love when older people would come into the store who, like, like older couples who've just, like, 60s, 70s, uh, a couple times 80s, mm-hmm. who are still married, still together, and have never explored this world, and, and helping them kind of explore it and, and educate them and teach them a little bit. It's It's such a rewarding part of the job. Yeah. I really love to... Um, I mean, this can happen with any age, but it's more characteristic of, like, elderly people. It's mm-hmm. like, dude can't really get it up as e- <laughs> as easy or uh, it's not as firm as it used to be, you know. And maybe she needs some, like, some really firm pressure on her G-spot. Like, mm-hmm. maybe that's what she's digging. So, like, dude, come in and get a hollow strap-on. Come in and get a dildo or vibrating dildo for her. Like, yeah, keep, like... It can supplement all sorts of things in your in your partnered sex. Like, use the resources. Great. It's like, she doesn't have to just stop having orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, it should never have to stop. And they go in together. Or her. Yeah. Just they go in together it. and they figure it out together. And that's like, how fucking great is that? You and know? It's great for any couple to do, too. Yeah, any um, age, of course. Actually have to share this negative story um i have to going into this like couples and stuff uh i think this was like last month too and i was so mad i was so if i was on cash i would have snapped on this guy (laughs) this girl came in so happy like just so excited she bought a sex toy i think i think it was uh i think it might have been the nova 
uh, by WeVibe. Mm-hmm. Great time. so excited to use it. Uh, she leaves all happy, comes back with her boyfriend like 10 minutes later. She looks so sad. Like, she looks so sad and devastated. He made her return it and made the made us give her her money back. Why? Probably insecurities. Um, but she was so sad. And honestly, guys, girls, if anybody ever makes you return a sex toy because of their insecurities, tell that bitch to move on and this toy is taking their place because toys aren't there to take the place of your partner. They're there um, as as an alternative. You can't always be there. Also, it can help enhance the, the overall experience. Play with the toy together. Yeah. Have fun with it. Explore. But the, the look on her face, oh. like to see that smile, like so bright and excited and see it like that is just so go sad. into sadness. I'm like, I really wish I was at cash because I would say, nope. Well, I, I'm not. You doing use that this. toy, honey. Yeah, I would tell. I would tell her. I'm like, I don't care if you tried to like come over the the desk and hit me. And I'd be like, you want, know sweetie? You're getting like, your vibrator. Yeah, yeah. Drop this loser. <laughs> go home and use your vibrator because you are going to enjoy it a hell of a lot more than you would this asshole. Yeah, I doubt he's doing anything great for you in yeah. bed. Mm-hmm. I really yeah. doubt it. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is the kind of guy that goes down on a girl? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> No. No. no, I was I was so mad. Has this girl so... ever had an orgasm in probably this relationship? Like, for him to be that insecure to make her return it, he, he's he's probably pretty knows shit. He's not doing it. anything right? <laughs> oh fuck! Terrible. Oh. He probably doesn't know what an orgasm definition is. Like, <sighs> poor girl. I really hope she's she, she learned after she, that and dropped him. Good. And I went back so. and I bought really that Nova. So. That we vibe Nova. You get that Nova. Get your Nova, girl. Okay, we're about time to take a break now that we've ranted on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we're going to come back in the second half. And we're going to be a fantastic sex toy resource for all the listeners, mm-hmm. telling you about some fantastic brands, um, what you need to look for as far as safe materials, all that shit. Give a, I'll give a little bit of a history of, of the industry, and after yeah. learning about this person, I think everybody should learn about her. Love it. So we will be right back in a few minutes with Lucas, Lucas, <laughs> from Friends with Dildy. take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors shall we first of all oasis aqua lounge is a water themed sex club located right here in toronto at 231 mutual street oasis is inclusive of all genders and orientations and is shame free when it comes to pleasure and play check them out at their website oasisaqualounge.com Unicorn Collaborators is the local leather business of two queer unicorns. They specialize in luxurious and colorful harnesses for all body types, and even craft non-conventional ones for your thigh, fist, or foot. Check them out at their Etsy shop under Unicorn Collaborators. Lovecrafters Toys is a non-gendered fantasy sex toy line that makes weird and wonderful dildos in the shape of tentacles, unicorn horns, mermaid tails, and more. Their high-quality silicone is hand-poured right here in Toronto. Check out their Etsy shop at Lovecrafters Toys. 
ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at ComeAsYouAre.com. Provocateur Images is the official boudoir photography studio of Bedpost. To receive 10% off your next studio session, use the coupon code BEDPOST. That's B-E-D-P-O-S-T. For more information and to see the gorgeous shots that are possible at this studio, check out provocateurimages.ca or follow them at provocateur underscore images on Instagram. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm here with Lucas from Friends with Dildy, <laughs> and we have some really great stuff to talk about in the second half, don't we, Lucas? We do. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's start with this. Let's start with a little history lesson. Yes. Shall we? Because you have discovered a fantastic uh, matriarch. Of the sex toy industry. And, and I didn't even know this person existed. Fuck me neither. So fucking educate us, um, Lucas. I'm really hoping I don't mispronounce her name because uh, she's German. Um, I'm really hoping I pronounce this right. But uh, we're going to discuss uh, briefly uh, Biet Uzi, mm-hmm. um, who uh, is a very successful... Um, former wartime pilot and sex pioneer. Um, and just looking through her life and, and history, um, I'll give a, a little brief history on her. Uh, she was born October 25th, 1919. Uh, wow. in, in 1936, she was the only female in a group of 60 student pilots. She gained her license when she was only 17 years old. Wow. In 1945, she fled the surrounded city of Berlin in a twin-engine army plane and settled in North Friesland with her two-year-old son, Klaus. In 1946, she moved to Flensburg, and that's kind of where this industry started to begin. Uh, as a couple years later, she married businessman Ernst Walter Rottenberg. Mail, uh, they began mail-ordered business, launched in that year, and with the help of her, her second husband, uh, began widening her product range, selling condoms and other items. Now, this goes into 1962, where the very first sex store in the world, in Germany, which is no surprise to me, opened up, and it was named the Institute for Marital Hygiene, and their product range was lingerie, magazines, books, contraceptives, pharmaceutical um, preparations, and stimulatory products, Um, and in the first years of the company, the principal purpose was was contraception and education and at the time contraception was very serious for her because of women's rights and lack thereof mm-hmm. and the dangers and stuff that came with being a woman at the time yeah. contraception was very Taboo. very very serious for her and protecting women was was something very very like strong for her to to kind of focus on and, and from there, the, the company just started to grow. And in 71, there was a demand, and they opened 25 shops within Germany. And once the strict pornography regulation laws were 
relaxed in the mid-1970s, the industry in Germany started to, to boom. And from there, like looking at where the industry is now, it's it's kind of crazy. But I, I do wish that more companies would kind of go back to that initial reason as to why the sex stores open. And it wasn't solely for products and profit. It was an educational resource center. That's basically oh, what it was. That is and that's amazing. how I look at sex stores as educational resource centers. And I really wish they would be treated the same way again. Oh, 1963. A whole sexual revolution that you could actually have sex and not become pregnant. <laughs> and condoms and just, uh, yeah. Uh, and, and she was a so, pioneer in all that and doesn't really get talked about. It's yeah, I do not. And the industry is still around today. Um, which I believe is named after her. Oh, that's incredible. It is. It's like, oh, I was like, why have I... Never she was a pilot, before. the badass right? bitch, right? I'm in like, like the 1930s. Right? Why? Why don't we talk about her? When we talk about historic women. Yeah. Like this is incredible. Um, it probably is part of the whole taboo, like sex stuff. But like, just you're right though. When put her in our history books. <laughs> yes, please. And you're right though when you're saying uh, it was no surprise that this happened in Germany because yes. Germany had very liberal views sexually mm-hmm. um, at that time. Like, so that makes perfect sense. And they're still a huge part of the, the sex industry. Yeah, as, definitely. Uh, one of the best companies, which you briefly discussed. Yeah, Fun Factory is from Germany. Yeah. In the first part, uh, yeah. Fun Factory and like a German brand company with like patents on their, their designs, medical grade silicone, um, everything done in house. And, um, and business wise, I believe they're one of the only unionized sex really? toy companies i, I believe that, so yeah I, I, that's actually good to know i believe so yeah and so the sex toy employees all the employees are protected mm-hmm. by union union rights sure great. the regulations and laws are probably a lot better in germany than they are here yeah they're shit in north america yeah. oh god yeah <laughs> yes. there are tons of uh i'm sure this is a great segue to our our next topic of discussion <laughs> um but there are a lot of um a lot of chemicals and whatnot that are illegal in Europe that yeah. are perfectly legal yeah. here. It's great to have here. Like, why not? Yeah, you know, we're fine. We'll be fine. Will we, Lucas? Will we? No. <laughs> I was trying to come up with a, a, a was just like, no. no. Just no. <laughs> just, I'm sex man. Just no. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> um... Uh, oh my god there's so many materials too yes a and lot of materials the majority that... of them you don't want to put in your body <laughs> so um, let's let's get into it then let's discuss yes discuss the materials that um, we do I'm not start off want. yes with pvc mm-hmm. rubber jelly and latex all right um although they are soft flexible and inexpensive cool that's about it um, that's the only positives they do not last long they discolor they're porous can fuse together when stored together yeah and they're difficult to clean and this is an important one to know and that goes with being very porous 
if not cleaned properly, um, bacteria is going to be in there and that can lead to STIs and bacterial infections. Mm -hmm. Um, so that sex toy that you could use once and be like, oh my God, this is like so good. Ah, (laughs) the next time you use it, next time you use it still feel good, but a brief while after that, it's not going to be looking good down there. And you're not, yeah, um, the toy's not going to be looking good and you're not going to be feeling good. Yeah, you can get very, very sick, um, like bacterial infection. It's like a serious, that, that is serious extremely shit. serious. Like if, if you don't realize that's happening and you don't take care of it, like that's literally like you're losing your life over a shitty sex toy. Over, yeah, because you wanted to spend $15 like, online yeah. Versus, yeah, versus buying something from and investing in your wellness. Yeah. And there still are shitty sex toys that aren't, that are expensive and not good for you. And I'm like, why are they charging so much for this? Yeah. I feel like Um, nine times out of 10, uh, the higher price will dictate a more quality product, but the odd ones, like still it's important to do your research and ask around, check all those bloggers, go into a sex shop, ask people because that one time out of 10, yeah, an expensive toy can still be a complete fucking piece of hot garbage. Yeah. And when I go into those good materials, I'll explain why to still keep your eye out. Yeah. Um, but PVC, um, the C actually stands for chlorine. So that's bleach. You know how you shouldn't drink bleach? You probably shouldn't put it inside your ass or vagina either. And and, and PVC toys are the toys that I see the most that, like, you can just see sweating chemicals. Um, Yeah, when you open... We talked about, like, the off-gassing and stuff last time I was on here. Yeah, so when you open up a package, you're going to get a huge whiff of just just plasticky... new. (laughs) yeah. And it's, when you touch it, it's going to be a little slimy. Yeah. Because that is chemical off-gassing. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't get better. Even and after it, cleaning, it does not get better. Yeah, it's going to get yeah. fucking worse. Ugh, gross. Uh, they're, they're disgusting. Um, um, <laughs> Just throw up in my mouth a little bit. Excuse uh, me. No, no big deal. And then we go into uh, TPE and TPR. Uh, that's thermoplastic elastomer and thermoplastic rubber. Um... Good news is they're alternative to latex. Great. They're they're phthalate free, and I'll get into phthalates in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one good uh, thing about them. Yeah, However, that's that's basically it. But they're still uh, very porous, and basically, looking back at the other materials I just listed, are materials that you want to stay away from. And if you do have any of these toys right now, and you do really want to use it, and you don't want to go out and get something, put a condom over it. Yeah. Um, which is what I always tell people to do, put a condom over these toys if you really want it. But then when you think about it in hindsight, condoms are expensive. Yes. Do you really want to keep going out and buying condoms to use this dangerous toy or do you want to invest a little bit more? Can I stop you right there? Because, um, I've heard recently that wearing condoms, um, like for intercourse, like the types of bacteria or viruses that can transmit mm-hmm. um, the pores of the condom can stop those. But I've heard that the pores on a condom actually now, uh, research is coming out that whatever bacteria or chemicals are in shitty sex toys can get through a condom. 
Wow. I've heard that okay. recently. Yes, I'm, just throw away those shitty toys. I've <laughs> recently heard that. Um, that's not completely confirmed. Um, I'm glad some research is getting put into that. But there's a bit of research happening right now that is actually saying putting a condom on a shitty toy isn't helping. Will not. Yeah, will not yeah. help. Okay, so just don't buy those. I like, know. Those materials I just listed again. Because I've been saying that forever. If you condoms, really yeah. need to buy this toy, please put a condom, put a condom yeah. on it. Please put a condom on it. But um, there's some, yeah, there's some research happening right now uh, that triple says... Triple condom that toy. Yeah, like, put on... Fucking like... like go bigger. Just go put more. a sock on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the sock is probably safer. It might be. Very well might be. Um, we're joking. Do not put a no, sock. No, no, please. For the love of God, don't put a sock inside. <laughs> <laughs> um, so again, oh PVC, yeah. rubber, jelly, latex, TPE, TPR. Um, and then these three materials. Uh, cyber skin. Yes. Okay. Cyber skin, skin yeah. and you are three. Okay. Are probably so these the three. Yeah. So these three, the types of toys that we'll see these three on is these realistic feel yeah. dildos, yeah. right? Stay away. Yeah. Anything that's saying feels like real skin, <sighs> using that word cyber skin or yeah, it's that it's, it's mimicking the way a dick actually feels. And they do feel lifelike, but like. But at what cost? Yeah, I mean, they also feel lifelike outside of the package the first time. The minute you wash it, it becomes sticky and tacky and, and gross. And yeah, bad, and but like, yeah, any of, yeah, that... yeah, yeah. And so any of the products that have these three materials, maybe how you'll know if it won't say exactly what the material is on the box, because again, it doesn't have to. That your thing that will alert you that it has one of these three materials is that it comes with a little thing of powder. Mm-hmm. And you have to, after you wash it, you have to sprinkle it with the powder mm-hmm. to maintain its, you know, quote unquote, realistic feel. Yeah. And that powder is just kind of like baking powder or whatever. And it's drying out, drying out the moisture mm-hmm. of the toy, right? To keep it that kind of matte finish. Yeah. And a lot of people are, are nervous about the, the powders that companies use, like the chemical. They should stuff, be. Because it's like, most people do kind of go to cornstarch as a as an alternative because yeah. it's a little bit more friendly but um if you're gonna ever use a, a toy like this like a flashlight or something yeah flashlight because okay? it's it's external um it won't really cause any damage and they are still phthalate free and i'll discuss that in a second mm-hmm. um but anything yeah yeah this is like, mostly important for stuff you're putting inside yeah, your body yeah if it's, so if it's ins- external yeah. like as long as it doesn't contain phthalates um it it's okay and like, there are dildos out there that for are for external use only, so you're yeah. fine. Oh my god, yeah, that's the that's the hilarious. Like, you literally, because it's unregulated, so you literally don't have to put this on the package. <laughs> but some of the packages are actually a dildo, and it actually says on the package not for internal yes. use. <laughs> like, you literally don't even have to do that. <laughs> like, Oh my god! Like or fun. Uh, another favorite is for novelty use only. Yeah, and every that's even, a, even that's, good companies have to have that one though because it's a liability. It, yeah, yeah, it becomes a liability, um, and it's uh, it's unfortunate. Uh, yeah. Okay. So again, those three things are those realistic cyber skin. Yeah. Ultra skin. Yeah. You are three. Ugh. Stay away. Uh, they are probably the worst. Again, flashlights, uh, strokers, like they're fine for for external use, but. Not for internal. Don't get dildos or, or anything like that. Just because it feels real doesn't mean 
it's going to be. Doesn't mean real. it's natural. And, like, like it's, it's just, naturally they're hard made. to take care yeah. of. They're even harder to clean. Like the pores are even harder to clean. It just it gets sticky. Like they're they're super high maintenance and for what cost? Yeah. Um. They're they're absolutely awful. Um. <sighs> now that brings me into some better body safe materials. Love it. Great. Um. Actually, before that, I should talk about phthalates. Okay. Yes. Um, yes. Please, because we brought so it. Phthalates, you brought it a couple phthalates times. are found in a lot of the materials that I just listed. Um. They're softening agents linked to infertility, cancer, and birth defects. Wow. And that's um, basically when you're like saying a softening agent. Yeah. So that means any like soft plastic toy. So mm-hmm. if it's kind of bendable. Yeah. Um, or if it's got like like a softer like kind of outer outer finish and stuff. That's yeah. That's probably a phthalate. Um, there are those shitty toys that will say phthalate free, or you'll see that on a lot of a lot of uh, brands packaging. Yeah, because I feel like free. phthalate is that's the, one of the ones that kind of the public consciousness do know to stay away from. Mm-hmm. However, they don't know that just because it says phthalate three, well, yeah, they free, still have some. it still probably yeah, has it in it. They could like, rate yeah, anything. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so anything that's like a soft plastic kind of yeah, is like a soft plastic. Like any of the materials that I just listed, just stay away from. Um, also like a problem with phthalates too, is they don't bind to the material it's mixed with. Okay. So what happens is when you're using it, it will leach Ugh. off that toy Ugh. onto you and into your skin. Ugh. So like you think about that, you use that, you put it inside you. Those phthalates are falling off the toy because they're not la- like latched onto it. They start fusing them with your body, Ugh. and that's where the like cancer and stuff like that can can become a real a real problem and again that's probably the biggest downside to this company is it and this industry is it being unregulated and the fact that people do that mm-hmm. and like how how can you sell these toys knowing that they can cause more harm than good like sleep and mind, like who, yeah you're making a profit but like you're harming people mm-hmm. and you're giving this industry a bad name and it's so many companies. Yeah. Um, I have to say this company um, that I, I really dislike. Mm-hmm. It's a very well-known very well known brand. A lot of people are familiar with it and love it. Um, I don't. And it's Doc Johnson. Doc Johnson. Um, they have a couple good stuff, but not really. Um, they're just... You'll see a lot of the UR3s and, and PVCs and just... And I've had um, uh, Dangerous Lily... Um, if anybody kind of follows her, she is a great sex blogger, sex scientist. Uh, she's the famous sex blogger that has a bunch of shitty sex toys in a jar that has been there for about 15 years. Mm. Uh, so you can see what's How happening over looks. time. Ooh, yeah. Uh, I don't uh, even want to see. <laughs> and she's somebody who does flame tests to all, to so many different sex toys. So if you go to, I believe, Dangerous Lily, com. You can uh, see that she's actually tested, uh, scientifically tested, all these different products. Um, and Doc Johnson is notorious for saying silicone on the package. But not. But the flame test shows that it is not silicone. And if it says silicone and it's like um, with a, like a, a cyber, like some, there's like some silicone, it's like ultra, ultra skin silicone by Doc Johnson. Yeah. It's no, it's not. Some people will say yeah. it is pure silicone. I'm like, stay away from it. Yeah, even Just be safe. E- even if it says silicone, that that could mean like that there's one percent of silicone, <laughs> and the rest is garbage. Yeah. So, 
again, ask your lovely sex toy retail associates. But yeah, Doc Johnson is uh, pretty notorious for not being the best as far as healthfulness, Mm -hmm. (laughs) sexual wellness, not their focus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, We'll we'll list some brands at the end that are are good brands to look at and focus. Um, Now going into those good materials, we talked about silicone. Silicone. Um, Silicone is probably... Like it's super up there. It, it's a little bit more expensive mm-hmm. um, because of the the material. It's it is gonna cost more. But when it comes to longevity, um, your health, your safety, it's if it's like authentic, good quality silicone, it's it's worth the investment. Um, I have dildos that I've had. I have a dildo that I've had for two years that's silicone, and it's still great. Like it's mm-hmm. it, like it hasn't had any. I haven't had any issues with it. Like it lasts so long. I've had silicone toys that are fifteen years old. Yeah, like the, yeah. like they're so easy to. They're easy. Like it's another thing. They're so easy to take care of. Yep. Just water based lubricant. Just clean it off with a toy cleaner. Um, and toy cleaner is good because it helps prevent the toys from like drying out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just toy cleaner, just quick quick spray. Like yep. Rinse it off good to go boil it for a couple like a couple minutes and you're good like they're so easy to take care of yeah the downside is again unregulated industry uh you kind of uh don't know what really is silicone and what's not yeah um so because it's unregulated uh a package can say silicone but contain as little as 10 percent or even Uh less silicone and they are allowed to do that and the reason why they do that and why they have filler in is to just avoid manufacturing costs yeah costs. Uh, just save money like ah who cares just toss a little pvc tpr like jelly in there it's fine it's fine um which so when going into a sex store make sure you do ask to feel and smell if you can smell something off of it probably not real silicone if you can feel like the slightest bit of of stickiness sweatiness yeah then i i say stay away from it like um the Dorito dildos, they have the rotating ones. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're the same silicone that they use. As the other? Because just feel something a little sticky on them. Again, and I don't trust those ones. Yeah, again, use your senses. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, if you get a toy that's actually silicone, hold all the other, your potential toys to that mm-hmm. bar. You know, like, if you finally have one that actually is real pure silicone, like... Yeah then make sure all the other toys that you're looking at like s- resemble all those characteristics basically they're softer they're flexible they're more durable they just they feel great yeah again easy to take care of like there's like you don't have to ask me twice yeah. <laughs> or tell me twice i'm gonna like yep. <laughs> i'm going right for the silicone um now there is also uh, abs plastic yep uh, which is a cheaper alternative and that uh, means just like hard plastic, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like a, it's, it's a, a stronger it's a stronger hard plastic. It's it's not like a cheaper plastic you'd find like at a, a toy from like a dollar store. Um, it's a good plastic that shouldn't break. Uh, it does hold vibration very well. So just like a silicone with vibration, mm-hmm. um, the vibration does go through it very well. And it is a cheaper alternative. You you will see some like really high end brands using ABS plastic. For like example, the Weva Tango. The Tango. <laughs> it, the they use Tango, a, an yeah. ABS plastic outer shell and. It's one of their more popular toys. Definitely. Never, like, people don't really have any issues with it. It doesn't, like, break or crack. It's it's a really good plastic. Um, the motor, on the other hand, <laughs> dies out about a year and a half. Uh, but Thankfully, they upped their warranty to, <laughs> to two, two years. years. So exactly. It's, you're probably going to get two, two tangos out of that one purchase. Honestly, that makes such a huge difference because they do last just under two yeah. years. So the previous one-year warranty was not enough. 
as soon as that one year would finish, it just... It craps out, yeah, yeah in the next year, right? So two-year warranty is yeah. actually perfect yeah. for that toy. I'm really happy they, yeah. they up that warranty. Yeah, me too. Um, also, some ABS plastic toys will sometimes have a thin layer of silicone over yeah. it to add a silky touch finish. Um, typically, uh, I should probably talk about lubricants too, with uh, silicone only water-based. With ABS plastic, you can use silicone or water-based lubricant. Watch out if it does have a thin layer of silicone over it if that's the case and just water-based lubricant because you don't want to destroy that thin layer of silicone yeah um and then we go into metal and glass mm-hmm. uh glass typically pyrex or acrylic i don't think i've ever seen any acrylic ones though yeah i only ever see pyrex um, i feel like pyrex is i think i'd probably look more towards pyrex it's um more of a the typical and I'll start with glass because glass scares people. It does, yes, because what people's experience with glass things is that they get dropped and they and shatter. shatter. <laughs> um, but this is not made of the same type of glass no. that a glass you buy and drink out of. No. That's not the no. same type of glass. <laughs> no. Pyrex is uh, is a lot stronger. It's it's used in baking dishes. Mm-hmm. So when you see glass uh, baking dishes. It's probably made with Pyrex. Yeah. If you drop it. Um, it might not break. It mm-hmm. might not chip. Um, if it does, it wouldn't shatter. It mm-hmm. definitely wouldn't shatter inside of you. And yeah, I think you, that's, you to, that's that's like that's a myth fear, that people that are... It will shatter in front of you, in, inside of you. And that's like... That's so... Unless you're like... You have Kegels. You have like... really good like Kegels or a sphincter. Like, unless you can like just... Snap off! It, like, <laughs> it's, it's not going to break. If you can't squeeze it and break it with your hand your you kegels or your asshole your, yeah, you are can't. not it's, it's impossible i guarantee you guys that it will not break off pyrex, inside of you. make sure it's pyrex it, it's strong it's it's stronger than you think it won't break inside of you if you do drop it um just feel your hand through it yeah if yeah stuff. if there is if a chip or anything a with yeah. your hand you're not going to feel anything yeah inside you so just like just just make sure but yeah. Chances are there's going to be nothing, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And if I think I feel like a word of caution, if it does, if you do drop it and there is a chip or a nick out of it, don't use it. Yeah. Do not. Yeah. No. Just, like, just replace it. Do not. Yeah. Yeah. Even the slightest thing. Yeah. Can, the slightest can just tiny hurt little you nick. on the inside, and that's going to cause more problems. Um, and just, it creates... So just just feel your hand through it. Just stroke it a little bit. If you don't get any cuts or feel anything while stroking it or rubbing it, then it's it's probably then fine. it's fine. Yeah. Great. Um, and then kind of going off that is metal and glass and metal are kind of hand in hand because they're both good for temperature play. Yeah. Um, you obviously don't want it to be too hot or too cold, but if you want to warm up your toy a little bit or cool it down a little bit, then these are the two ideal toys that you want to use. Yeah. Um, metal is, is obviously very strong. It is very heavy. So if you've never used metal, like a metal toy before, uh, using it the first time, it's, it's going to going to be significantly heavier Mm -hmm. um also with metal and glass um they will feel bigger because there's no give to them so yes don't go too big um with toys like these even if it's similar in size to the toy you're used to because it might feel a little bigger yeah feels different overwhelming feels different Um, than those soft toys they're smooth they're strong obviously non-porous um and just like glass easy very easy to sterilize like Mm -hmm. just boil it just make sure you're cautious when taking a, a metal or glass toy out especially the metal of out from boiling water like use like tongue hot. or something because yeah. and don't use it for a while because it that 
It retains. Yes, it's gonna be hot. Like, <laughs> you're gonna brand yourself with a sex toy. Oh, God. Like, you don't want that. Yeah. No. Unless like... that's your thing that you're specifically looking for. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, the last one, which is something that I haven't used, but I think you might have one of these toys. Mm-hmm. Wood. Oh, I have a wood toy. Yes. By Lumberjill Leisure Craft. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're tough, they're durable, uh, and the one thing that I read to look out for is to make sure that it's uh, created with a body safe uh, lacquer. Yes. La- uh, to prevent splintering. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, so it's just like a, a coating to go over it so you don't, it doesn't start to wear out and, and hurt yourself. What are your experiences with a, a wood toy? I love I'm it. Curious about I love it. I mean, uh, the weight thing is like, if it's a small toy, it's so light. If it's a larger toy, then you start to like feel the weight mm-hmm. of the toy. Um, they're absolutely gorgeous. Like when you're talking about steel and metal or, um, pardon me, metal and glass and wood toys, they're like fucking pieces of art. Mm -hmm. Like my, my wooden toy that I have, it is absolutely the most gorgeously sculpted, uh, toy I've ever seen, basically. I think I saw a picture of it on your, on your Instagram. It's beautiful. Well, have you never seen it in person? I don't believe so. I don't, I've never actually seen a a wood toy before. Yeah, and it's funny that uh, wood has the same weird, like, stigma as glass does, where people are like, oh, it's going to shatter. For wood, they're like, I'm going to get a splinter. Mm. Come on, people. Is that not the softest thing you have ever touched? Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. It's like uh, if you have, like, a really well done, like, dining room table. Like, yeah. <laughs> However, like, like even more so because this has been made to put inside, inside you, whereas a dining room table has not. Right. Wow. So even if you're thinking of like, oh, well, the odd time I get a splinter from a table or something, well, a wooden table. There's nowhere on it you can even like. No, because yourself. this has been engineered, like carefully crafted and engineered to for insertion. Right. So um, you're reading that little message there. <laughs> So cute. You can I read love it. That. You can. Does yeah. it say like? Is it like friendly buttholes only? Yeah, friendly That's buttholes so only. Cute. Because he was trying to, and he's put the date on it and his signature, That's which is so cute. great. Yeah. That's cool stuff like that. You can like customize it because it's a piece of art yeah totally and um yeah why that's on there friendly buttholes only is because he was asking me like the dimensions of it he's (laughs) like he's like i feel like this is insane like this is like way too big and i'm like i have a very friendly butthole it will be fine (laughs) i'm like go big baby and then um yeah so he surprised me with that cute little message so good so good lumberjill leisure crafts another great independent sex toy company i should probably look into getting wood a wood toy. Yeah. I know. After seeing it, right? You're it, like, it's oh. A, it's a piece of art. You're like, like okay. I, I want something like that in my butt. Yep. Exactly. It's yeah. So pretty. It's so pretty. And from my research, they're very easy to clean and take care of. Too. Yes, they are. Yeah. And totally. you can use them with uh, water, silicone, and oil-based lubricants. Yeah, whatever you want. Whatever your pleasure. Um, so yeah. So those are those are all the materials. Um, I'm going to list them off one more time. Please uh, do. Bad ones. Stay away from, at all costs, PVC, rubber, jelly, latex, TPE, TPR, CyberSkin, UltraSkin, and UR3. Those are the no-nos. Um, <laughs> no, no. If you see, like, a, an UltraSkin, CyberSkin, silicone, no. Um, again, with silicone, even though it is the best material, again, keep in mind it's an unregulated unregulated industry, so always, uh, always don't be afraid to go into a sex store and ask 
to mm. like feel and this is why sex stores are important for an unregulated industry is you yeah. can't like again use your senses yeah from that little picture online you cannot yeah. tell yeah and it could like have silicone written all over it, it does not matter um, but it could like have like 0.01 percent silicone like just a just a drop yeah uh it's fine just silicone um <laughs> so put silicone again on the silicone box. but you know keep keep in mind the the dangers when it comes to that too um ABS plastic, metal, glass, Pyrex, uh, preferably, and wood. And wood, yeah. Um, so those are the, the materials you want to go to. Amazing. And when we're talking about trusted sex toy companies. Yes, I wrote a list. Um, if there's any that you can add on to this too. Yeah. Um, so there is uh, Lilo, which most people probably know by now is one of the the top companies out there. Yeah, I feel like the only thing people have against Lilo is like they're they have kind of some shady weird business practice mm. not even business practices but like marketing decisions and whatnot. So I think that's the reason some people boycott Lilo. Um, but it has nothing to do with no, the actual not the quality of the quality of their, of, their, yeah. of their toys is pretty good. Yeah. Um Jimmy Jane. Jimmy Jane. Jimmy yeah. Jane's another good one. Uh Fibertex, which is magic wand. Um, yeah. Hitachi. Yeah. <laughs> they should just be proud of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fun Factory, which we've talked about probably a lot today. Yeah. Um, is, is probably one of the best ones, uh, a little bit more expensive, but if you've like are familiar with toys and stuff, I would definitely recommend trying it out and trying out their Stronics. It's, it's very different than a, a standard vibration. Yeah. Stronic. Yeah. The thrusting motion. And I then also. Like Stronic is like what a vibrator wants to be. <laughs> Yeah, that's an interesting... Like, that should be their tagline for the Stronic Eins. Um, <laughs> uh, and also Fun Factory is just like a really fun... Like, it's in the name. It's a fun company. Like, like this. you get all these different colors. You get all these crazy shapes. You get... Like, it's a really fun designs yes. like design wise yeah, they're, cool. they're so much fun yeah um, and they they got a good selection for everybody too yes, which is do. you don't see that with a lot of sex sex companies um they got like anal they have prostate they have like strokers they have cock rings they have g-spot mm -hmm. they have clit like they have everything yeah everything you can think of totally um then there is uh we vibe yeah a canadian company what what um, they're a very good one. Um, we, d we discussed them on the, the last podcast. I'm a WeVibe girl. I have to, so like, many WeVibe products. Yes. Yeah. So um, many. They have a couple new toys coming out next month. I don't know. Really? I don't think they've announced them, but um, I won't say it here, but I'll tell you after. Oh, great. Um, and then there is, uh, Jopin, Swan, and Lux. Those are some pretty good brands too. Yeah. Um, pretty sure also Canadian. Yeah, Jopin is. Yeah, because I've had, I was on a Jopin, like a key run for a while. So I've got like, yeah, I've got an old G-Spot or an old bullet from them and like a little finger vibe from them mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, I love they're, Jopin. They're pretty good brands. Yeah. I think they're all associated together. Yes. Um, Tantus. Yes. Tantus is another really good one. Um, there's Vixen, which mm -hmm. I've never really heard of, but I did a little bit of research on it and they're like pretty good pretty good company pretty yeah. good silicone my rainbow dildo is vixen is it yes nice yeah um and it's gorgeous <laughs> it's beautiful yes uh aneros yes aneros yeah yeah that's um, mostly a prostate but uh, they have like one new kegel oh yes toy, which, oh yeah which is not under great reviews very, but very well but they're prostate toys are, like, they should just stick with that yeah or pretty good i have one of them and I, I enjoy it. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, they have the highest quality prostate toys that I've seen. Yeah, they're yes. the quality, like, um, the type of plastic they use, or, like, the type of plastic used in, like, medical, like, repairing bones. And they're, like, and weighted lungs. in a very special way. Yeah. Like, these toys are... Yeah, they're, like, very serious with the quality and design of their toys. Mm-hmm. Like, they take the time. Um, and then there is Le Wand. Yes. Le Wand is another good one. Yeah, Le and Wand, yeah. this goes hand-in-hand hand with its sister sister company mm-hmm. um b-vibe <laughs> oh, uh, oh b-vibe, b-vibe you say oh, oh b-vibe uh, which i absolutely love yeah um, b-vibe is where it's just... at for butt vibration b-vibe is where it's at yeah and their website uh again a very great resource for for anal play um they have a new uh, a new set that came out uh which is um <gasps> I can't remember what it was called. It's, like, a, like a whole, like, intro to, like... And there's, like, a, a guide to anal play book. Uh, there's <sighs> one of their vibrating plugs and two different plugs. It's just, like... Uh, yeah, if you want to... A, it's, if, like, a really good kit. And I was, like, blown away when I saw it. Amazing. Um, we do talk a lot about B-Vibe on the last episode that I had you on, which is episode 151. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go back and listen, we talk about B-Vibe. Yes, a lot. A lot. Yes. Um, I recently leaving the sex store decided to buy the snug plug three yeah, i still haven't yeah. had time to use it but uh uh but i just they're calling I, your name i love i love the brand so much i love everything that they promote <laughs> amazing um well done sir yeah. <laughs> i did a lot of <laughs> you did i appreciate it you did a lot of work um I wanted to do more, but I didn't have time, but it's fine. <laughs> well, we're already at an hour, an hour, research. 10 minutes. Oh, wow. So I okay, feel like yeah. <laughs> you did enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you're like, podcast. you're like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry, yeah. guys. I should have uh, done more. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, but not sorry. <laughs> so why don't you, Lucas, tell everybody where they can um, follow you uh as far as friends with dildy goes um follow on instagram friends with dildy um i've been very i've i've been inactive for the longest time being having a busy schedule with work and school and stuff um currently jobless so (laughs) (laughs) so Um, perhaps the focus will come back to friends and and no longer working at a sex store it's gonna encourage me to to make sure i find that time uh through studies and stuff to focus and help and i'm gonna be looking and trying to nag some former colleagues into I love that. doing some some workshops and stuff and kind of looking into that more but don't be afraid to go on there and send me messages and ask questions that you're afraid to in person I won't judge you um I will make you feel as comfortable as possible I will share stories like personal stories myself to to help make people feel comfortable but just come check out the channel um I'll do product reviews I'll discuss like materials and stuff like that and just, like, be a good positive resource for, for everybody to go to. Yeah. And especially uh, queer-friendly. Yes. Like, very yeah. queer-friendly. Yeah. Like, yeah. that that was probably one of the biggest reasons for me starting the page was being queer and not having any good resources that I had. Yeah. Specifically, like, gay male resources. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Oh my God, Lucas. Thank you so much. Thank um, you for having me. This is so much fun. Man. Oh my God. Honestly, anytime. Like, you know, if you actually have the time to like 
do all that research. Um, I think I can find some time to fit you on the phone. <laughs> Jesus. Like the most, the best researched guest ever. Most researched guest ever. Oh my God. So again, everybody, that's Lucas from Friends with Dildy. And I'm going to give you all my bedpostly stuff that if you're not following, please follow me uh, to find out about lots of uh, sexual education information as well, but also fun, sexy stuff. And uh, you'll be notified, you know, when I do podcasts and shows and all that stuff. So you can do that at bedpost.ca. You can do that on Instagram at the bedpost show on Facebook at bedpost erotica. You can email me to ask me any questions at the bedpost. Nope at thebedpostsexshow at gmail.com. <laughs> if you are in the Toronto area and want to see the stage show that we do here, that is the third Friday of every month at 8 at the Social Capital Theatre. I'm going to tell you one more time about my Patreon. It's patreon.com slash thebedpostshow. So, uh, oh yeah, and last but not least is my lovely friend Stephanie Copeland. She does all the original music for the podcast. You can find out more about her at stephcopelandmusic.com. Thank you so much for everyone uh, that has been listening here today hope you learned something thank you once again to lucas and uh we will see you next week everybody Uh, bye dab (laughs) this podcast has been brought to you by the sonar network 